And we live. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jay Money. I am here with What's your boy Coalicious of Co? Coalicious. And welcome to the first ever episode of a couple laps down. So what is couple laps down? Couple laps down is a auto racing podcast, pretty much I'm trying to say. Mainly NASCAR. I'm sure we'll talk some Formula One. We'll talk, you know, a bunch of other outlaws, all that. But it's mainly, at least in the beginning, going to be majority NASCAR show. Um, but before we get into it, man, I want to, uh, because I know a lot of y'all going to be listening to me for the first time, and, and Cody is first time doing a podcast. Um, pretty much, Cody, to start off, I just want to introduce who we are and what we do and how we got into this sport that, that you know, sure. me and you are both passionate about and spent hours in the group messages talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'll actually, I'll actually let you go first, Cody, get you, uh, get you warmed up, man. How did you get into the to the uh, sport of NASCAR? Who was your favorite drivers growing up? Favorite tracks? Give them the rundown. All righty. So, you know, getting started with NASCAR, you know, had an older brother, Jay Money. You know, I wanted to be just like him, looked up to him. Who? So, <laughs> so getting uh, into NASCAR was something I felt was a way to share a bond with him. And I just, like I said, wanted to be Aww. like him. <laughs> and I saw NASCAR as that way of getting into it. I mean, I remember playing NASCAR 06. Uh, I don't even remember what yeah. track we was what track we was at, but we was on the back stretch and a wreck happened, and a car just flies up right over us. I remember that Auto yes. Club. That's what it was, Auto Club. It was, was Auto like, Club. I remember that. I was that was like one of the first memories I have of like a child, and uh, mm-hmm. that one always I always remember always asking you to race, race with me, and be like, nah, man. I was like, oh, he too, he too cool to race with with his little. I brother. was at, I was at that that age. So I mean, we we can address it. There, there is an age gap between. Oh uh, yeah, so major. Like, come coming in, yeah, major, major. making me feel old, you little <laughs> shit. All right, um, but nah, yeah. So that was definitely at the age where I was, you know, too cool to hang out with the little bro at times. But <laughs> but man, no, nah, I remember, I remember playing on old on the old PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. Still the greatest system ever made at, yes. at for the time, man. Playing uh NASCAR 06 and. And all that, but man, get into it. Who who's your favorite driver, man? Favorite driver, you know, I don't I don't know many others that have this favorite driver, but my favorite driver is was the one and only Greg Biffle. The Ran Biff. number sixteen yeah, for Roush his whole career. Never changed teams. He loyalty. <laughs> my favorite I track. That was such a weird favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool favorite because it's different. And you could yeah. tell you was a kid when that became your favorite. Mm-hmm. But let's see, my favorite track? That's a good question. You know, there's a lot of good ones. There's there, a lot of shitty are. ones too. Oh, yeah, Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> uh, I'd say my favorite, my favorite little track though. Kind of biased though. I think I'm gonna have to go with Atlanta. Most recent race New we Atlanta? went to. New, New Atlanta. New Atlanta. Because a lot of people, a lot of people gonna not like. That. I like. I like New Atlanta. And yeah. you know, I know we talked about doing an unpopular opinion segment at some point on the show. Mm-hmm. That would actually be one of my unpopular opinions. I like Atlanta. I like Bristol Dirt. I'm excited Bristol, for Chicago Bristol. free course. Bristol's a good one. I, I'm, I'm excited for. I, I like all these tracks. A lot of changes in NASCAR been, but we can get we can get into that segment later, man. So you you like New Atlanta is it because the it's the race that we went to and you've seen it, you know, up front in person. Yeah, like Daytona and. And Atlanta are like up there for me just because you know hey I've been there. 
Mm-hmm. Phoenix is another good Saturday one. I, AP. Like. I think AP likes Atlanta too. Oh, AP will like anything if he has a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, real quick, man, I'll take over and let you know. Pretty much, man, I've been in, I've been a racing fan, NASCAR fan since, God, since I was six. And I just remember it was very simple. One day, just had it on had it on Fox, and it was the it was the 03 Budweiser shootout, man. And uh, I remember sitting there, I'm just like, race cars, like that's a real thing. Like like I just thought it was like Hot Wheels, you know, just fake fake stuff, right? And I just remember sitting there and just being like, well, you know, I'm gonna watch next week because they was promoting like the Daytona 500 and all that stuff the next week. And I'm like, man, whoever wins this Budweiser shootout is my favorite driver. Like I'm, just, I'm rolling with it. Whoever wins this, this is the best. My favorite driver, and it was between uh Gordon and and, and Earnhardt Jr. Man, you know, back in '03 at Daytona, mm-hmm. and I remember low key pulling for Gordon because he had the <laughs> flames on his car. But that red eight, shout out, got the job done. And man, as a kid, I mean, I was a diehard Dale Jr. fan, dude. Had 20, 20 die casts. I think it was Dale Jr. for Halloween like twice. Had, <laughs> had birthday cakes and it was just it was just i i would really get upset when he lost get happy when he won like all all above but you know now i I, it just it's something that stuck around just being an enjoy as a fan and not having a favorite driver these days really i I love it man it's something that passionate about i'm glad i got you into it because now you Mm -hmm. know here we are decade later ready to show about it what we both kind of took a break from from like watching nascar for a couple years but the past like two yeah, to three yeah. years we got yeah, back I, into I, I it took heavy. A little, i actually took i actually took two two minor breaks of, of watching it it was um a couple years after when, when junior was going through his like losing streaks mm-hmm. you know um early on with hendrick i got back into it around 2014 and kind of kind of dipped out for a year or two when um when he retired and then, like you said, man, past two years got into it, and and I've actually had the most fun, even you know, as as a kid being a fan today, and just you know, seeing all the new drivers come up, and like I said, just just loving the sport. But um, yeah. So we got the clash in a couple of weeks. Got the 500 in what about a month? Give give or take a couple of couple of days ish. Yeah, um, we're about like three weeks away. So we'll have clash. a couple of weeks to really. We'll have a couple of weeks to to really, you know, preview the clash, preview the 500, preview the season. I actually want to, because we're starting at a weird time where past two days, past 48 hours, a lot of news has come out. Um, and I guess we'll start our first topic on this show. We'll we'll start with the the biggest news. End of 2023, Kevin Harvick retiring, man. Oldest oldest driver in the field, definitely Hall of Famer, you know, Daytona 500 champ actual you know you know champ i believe it was what 2014 um 2014, yeah. yeah man um it, it's gonna be weird because harvick is the last the last driver that was racing like when i started watching like full time that's still mm-hmm. around so it's gonna be weird not seeing you know either that 29 or that four out there yeah. on the, um on the track but definitely a hall of famer you know giving it up into the season and we'll have we'll have all the time to talk about who's his replacement next year we'll have a whole season but right now man what what would be your expectations for kevin hovick this year you know he's kind of toned off a little bit after that 2020 uh season mm-hmm. but he's still good man 
Oh, Harvick's for sure Hall of Famer, like you said. You know, I think I think you can put up a decent argument to be like, hey, Harvick could be in the in the mm-hmm. win lane at the end of the on Sunday. But you know that that age is something that I feel is definitely going to play in a factor, especially like it did last year. You know, winless until back to back wins last year late in the season. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's going to be a similar similar season. Kind of similar to the way Jimmy Johnson went out. Kind of, I think oh, he'll be so a you, little. You, I think he'll be a little bit better than the way Jimmy Johnson went out. I think he'll be more mm-hmm. from mid pack to the to the front. But I think age is going to get to him. But he is in SHR so, equipment. So so so, do you have him making a playoffs this year? I know you're saying he's dropping off. Like, do you have him getting one last win, or, or have we seen Kevin Harvick in victory lane for the last time already? I think he makes one one final push. I don't, I don't know that he'll win the championship, but I think he makes uh, one final I, I, playoff appearance. Yeah, man, and, and you know, we we, we kind of seen it coming. He's actually kind of been on a record saying that, like, if it wasn't for certain things, like, he would have already been retired. And, and he's one of those that you've seen in the past couple of years get frustrated along with, like, you know, Denny Hamlin and stuff, with, with NASCAR. So you kind of seen, seen it coming, you know. You, yeah. But, man, you know, he – like I said, there has been a a drop off in performance, and but I, I expect kind of the I kind expect the same. I honestly think you can copy and paste last year. Mm-hmm. I know he got two wins back to back, but I, I I would maybe I, I think he's good to get get a win and and make a playoff push. But championship now, nah, them days are nah. gone. Yeah. Um, speaking speaking of Hall of Famers, speaking of legacy, um, we had some other news. We was all wondering, you know, we, I'm sure you were the same way, was excited to hear Jimmy Johnson, you know, coming back, oh, one yeah, of the GOATs. Sure. Um, even if he's running a part-time schedule, just to see him mix it up with some of the younger talent. And for me, run at Wilkesboro. That's what I'm excited for, that all-star race. But we got some news on, uh, a couple of days ago that he would be driving a number 84 car, because I know we was debating what number he, sh- he should mm-hmm. run for a while, you know, 48's taken by Bowman. I was personally in the 44 club. I don't know what number you're rooting for, but 84, it makes sense. It's cool. However, what doesn't make sense to me is this rebrand. We got to talk about it. Legacy Motor Club. What? What is that? All right. So yeah, I just you know, don't feel like I'm qualified for it. Whatever <laughs> it is. I get. I get the the idea behind changing the name Legacy. You know, you got Richard mm-hmm. Petty, Jimmy Johnson, both seven time. Cup Series champions, you know, that's legacy within itself. Bring them both in. That's a strong legacy. You got Eric Jones, Noah mm-hmm. Graxon, two young drivers that are looking to build their legacy, you know. So I get mm-hmm. the name change. I probably would have chosen a different name, though, if we were going to. Probably would have chosen something better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is, is and, and we set it off air, Legacy MC don't sound bad. Yeah, Legacy MC is cool, but Motor Club, I don't know. <laughs> Legacy Motor Club, like, 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 I mean, like I said, I feel like I'm an old man about to go buy a Buick at the local car dealership that just so happens to be called the Legacy Motor Club. I just don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm qualified for it. And it's also weird because now we don't have a team that has that petty name mm-hmm. in it. You know, that's um, a big, big drop. I actually, sure. I, I want to get your thoughts on Legacy Motor Club, formerly known as Petty GMS. What's your what's kind of your expectations for them this year? Because for me, 
and 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 this is mainly with Eric Jones. Eric Jones is my dark horse this year to make a pretty good playoff run. Um, I love bringing in Gregson. I think Gregson gonna need some time, so, so you know, some more time as, as long as the other rookie like Gibbs, you know, to to really find his way, find a place, and run good. But I'm excited for Eric Jones, man. I think I think Eric Jones has a chance to shock some people this year. So, oh yeah, for sure. I know it's not uh, as cool of a name as Trackhouse and Twenty Three Eleven and some of the most recent teams you name, but, but what's your thoughts on Legacy Motor Club heading into? This year? God, that's so weird to say. <laughs> I know it's gonna be weird. Weird switching up, going from Petty GMS. Um, Petty GMS yeah, was a pretty cool name. I know. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, but you know, I think I think GMS getting in with Petty. What was it last year? They they joined forces. Yeah. Last yeah. year, I think, I think they're similar to Trackhouse, but not at Trackhouse's level. You know, they're they're getting into the Cup Series. You know, they're on the rise. Eric Jones got a win at Darlington last year. Eric Jones could have had a couple of wins last year, man. He ran up close, um, up close at Auto Club, Talladega. Ran, ran I mean, even close. even the year before that, Eric Jones was was doing pretty solid. Eric, Eric like Jones Eric Jones is a good good driver. Um. But like you said, I do think he's a a driver that could shock some people this year. He's mm. he's good. You know, you got Noah Gragson coming out of the Xfinity series where he was a dog last year. Oh my god. A, beast. a dog. So And it's funny because when Gragson first signed with, with then Petty GMS, I was kinda I kinda questioned it for a second. I was like, Petty GMS, like I just felt like either try to get that RCR ride, you know, obviously before Kyle Bush goes over to or you know, but now it makes sense. Now mm-hmm. you see what he must have saw when he walked in there, and, and you know you bring in seven-time champ Jimmy Johnson coming to run his schedule. I, I think I think Gregson made a good move, and if this team can take that step, mainly with Eric Jones of laying the foundation of being a really competitive team, I think Noah Gregson's going to reap most of the rewards. You know, oh yeah, long-term. for sure. Not only that, but like you said, bringing um, in Jimmy Johnson. You know, I think. That alone brings in a good leadership that that these young drivers need. Like he's been there, he knows what it takes to win seven champions championships. You know, he knows what it yeah, takes. He knows what you got to do Jimmy's day in and day out. If Jimmy's not giving you good advice, you just if Jimmy's not giving you good advice, you go right upstairs to Richard Petty. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting move, and you know, I, I know we've seen some rumors. I don't know if it's a Official who's sponsoring that 84 call yet? I don't know if you, uh, Carvana. You Carvana sponsoring. Carvana it. is officially that's that's what I assumed yeah. it was going to be. They dropped it earlier today. Earlier today. Um, I'm excited, man, and I hope I hope Jimmy qualifies for the 500, dude. I really do. I I, I, I really do. It, it would be it would be a legit bummer if he just doesn't. Oh, you should have seen me last year when when rumors came out that Greg Biffle was coming back and then he qualified for the 500. Oh, I was I was geeking out. <laughs> I remember watching that. I was pulling for Biffle, like mainly for oh. you. Be like, oh man, let's get him in there with his. Uh... <laughs> he was no- he was number forty four last year. Forty four from New York racing. Yeah, New York racing. <laughs> um, we'll transition over before we get into like our main our main segment. Um, one last bit of news, and we don't have to spend too much time because it's for twenty twenty four. But Kyle Larson will be pulling double duty, racing both the Indy five hundred into the Coke six hundred. Um, that weekend. And let me tell you, I know we, in a group, we was talking about top fives, you know, current, <laughs> we was discussing Larson. We don't have to get into all that. Um, 
But man, Larson's got a real chance here, man. I feel like he's got a chance to really do some pull pull off some historic shit, man. Um, and and get better than what Kurt Busch did when 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 Kurt Busch did the double duty. But like I said, that's 2024. There's a lot of time to to discuss that. A lot of time to talk, you know, about that. You got uh anything you want to put in? Uh, right before, before we... right before we went live, I was looking and uh, it was someone was saying I don't remember who, but Larson isn't going to be getting in an Indy car until like yeah. until like the the race. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. Oh shit! Like so, he's going to be like, but also I think they're also going to try and like work with like the Indy car, like mm. rules and regulations for training getting in that car so it'll be a it'll be a hot minute before he even steps foot in the indy car I'm, so i'm so confident in kyle larson's abilities man how he's just able to get into anything and, and, and mm-hmm. whether it be you know quarter midges what you know whatever oh yeah hard. for sure it's uh I, I have no doubts that he can i'm looking forward to it if it's good enough i am too i'm i will i will watch uh Watch that easily just to, to see him do it and see if, you know, if he was able to get on a flight and actually make it back in time for <laughs> Coke 600. But, um, so the majority of this show, because people love lists, people love rankings, you know, um, and honestly, I think what we're about, the list and the rankings we're about to go over will tell the people a lot about what kind of fans we are, you know, who we're trying to think. Because once you start ranking stuff and start taking lists, it's very opinionated, you know, and especially mm-hmm. in the NASCAR community. God, it's like there's so many different answers that that can be right. But today we're going to do our top 10. We both have separate lists of the GOATs, greatest of all time. Now, the only wrong answer I think you can have in this is if you're, uh, the obvious top three is not the obvious top three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think. Okay. So real quick. Before we get into the into the lists, we're gonna start at ten, go up to one. Um, how did you rank? Like, what did you value the most in ranking? Was it wins, average finish position, championships, hold they had on the sport? You know. So, kind of like everything played into effect. Championships played an effect. Some drivers it didn't play into effect as much as you know, so and so else. Um, so wins, wins played polls, uh, hall of fame, all that stuff that mm-hmm. played all in effect. All right. Yeah. So uh, the, the only thing that I think like made a difference for me was kind of just, um, if there was a tie or if there was somebody that was like close and it was an argument, I, I, I tend to go with the more recent, um, mm-hmm. driver, like the one that did it more recently. Just because I think the evolution of the sport and the talent is, is a lot higher than some of the old days. Mm-hmm. Um, old heads can get on me if they want for that. <laughs> um, but start us off, Cody. Number 10, who you got? Number 10. So before we even get into number 10, you know, obviously, if you're driving a NASCAR, you're one of the best drivers. Oh, yeah. Let, not even in country, in the world. Like Easily. You put me in a cup car, I'm not I'm not doing what, what Kyle Bush is doing, nor am I even doing what Cody Ware is doing. Ware's like, doing, yes. Cody Ware will whoop my ass. Like <laughs> any, get, I, I mean, any day of the week and twice on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
but no, you got a lot of great drivers, you know. Greg Biffle. I think he's highly <laughs> underrated. Highly underrated. You, know, you got Keselowski, you got the Labani brothers, you got Denny Hamlin, Tony Stewart, all them drivers, you know. But number Ooh. 10, number 10, I'm going to go my my guy, Kevin Harvick. He was Ooh, okay. still, still still an active driver. He, was, he won the 2014 Cup Series Championship first year with SHR, came out with a bang. Mm. Um, mm. He's a two-time Xfinity champion. He's got 60 Cup Series wins, 47 Xfinity Series wins, and 14 truck wins. He's also won the Daytona 500, Coca-Cola 600, the Brickyard 400, and the Southern 500. Some of the biggest races he's winning and won. Yes. The the closer. Uh, Mr. Where did he come from? Kevin Hovick, man. He's got... You know, we talked about him, you know, earlier. Easy Hall mm-hmm. of Famer. And honestly, I, I don't want to say I forgot a Kevin Harvick. I maybe didn't give him the credit that he deserves mainly because he was still active. And you kind of forget, you know, got about him a little bit. But I don't have Kevin Harvick in my top ten. He's he's right on that brink. He's right on that mm-hmm. brink with, with, with Denny Hamlin and for me getting into the top ten. But, dude, I mean, you said it. Those wins and then the two, the two you know, Bush Series championships. Try, like, he's done it all. He's won mm-hmm. every race, and and who can forget that 2007 Daytona 500, boy? <laughs> Edging Mark Martin to the line, coming mm-hmm. in—it's one of the most iconic finishes, one of the best finishes of all time, dude. I, I oh, love the sure. Kevin Harvick pick. You actually, you actually making me feel like I should have had him on the list. Like once you read the stats, <laughs> you're like, "Oh shit." Mm-hmm. Um, my number ten, and it, it like I said, it was tough because you know, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, even people like—I'm gonna spoil it. Davy Allison, I didn't put on this list. All right there. All right there for me. But number 10, I went with Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. I went Bill Elliott, man. Champion in 88, 44 career wins. Um, dude ran 212 miles an hour a day go one time qualifying. You just imagine how insane that is. That's wild. Dude, that, that's wild. Um, that boy must have been bracing I mean, for his life. <laughs> and, then, and then, I mean, look, he's he's – Got his son, you know, up up in here. I know that's not really Bill's legacy, but I just feel like, you know, you can't write the story of NASCAR without that last name of Elliot. And Bill Elliot, sure. I think, you know, he's one that kind of gets overlooked, you, you know, at times. But, you know, former Winston Cup champion. I had a dominant 1988 season. And, you know, like I said, man, 44, 44 wins. So that's what, that's what I got for Bill Elliot, man. Who's your number nine? Number nine, I got another active driver. Love him or hate him. He's one of the greatest, greatest to get behind the wheel. Uh-huh. Kyle Bush. Okay, I do have one. Kyle Bush on my list. Okay. Yeah, he's number he's number nine for me. He's twenty fifteen Cup Series champion, two time champion. Uh he's gone back he's won a race for the past at least eighteen seasons. One of the most consistent drivers. Wow. wow. Dude has over across all three series, two hundred and twenty four wins 60 cup mm-hmm. series wins 102 xfinity wins 62 truck wins yes he's even got his own Dude's truck team. like and he's he's won for two different teams he's probably about to go win for a third team at rcr with this new ride like i think he's gonna he might be climbing up this list for me at the end of the season mm-hmm. so that's that's my number nine um so yeah, my number my number nine was was Kyle Busch as well, man. Um, you just said it all. I mean, the amount of wins he's put, you know, between all three series, you know, two time champ. 
Dude, dude, like you said, I mean, you want to race 18 straight years, dude. Love him or hate him. He, you know, there, there's people that go there just to chant, fuck Kyle Busch. There's people that go there mm-hmm. to, to try to wear all the Eminem's colors. I know Eminem's <laughs> out of sport now and all that, but definitely a polarizing figure that, that actually connected, you know, mainstream for, you know, compared to some of these other drivers. He was, you know, the best of his generation for a moment mm-hmm. or a couple of years, you know, after Johnson retires, you know, um, Love it, love it, man. So, so since you went with number um number nine, I'm gonna go with my number eight, the mouth of the South, man, Daryl Waltrip. This might be a little low for Daryl Waltrip, might be. <laughs> um, eighty four wins, bro. That's a lot. That's a yes. lot of fucking wins, dude. Back to back twelve win seasons in um eighty one and eighty two. Now I don't have my notes written down. You, you know, you know, like you, but mm-hmm. Daryl Waltrip, man, he was always hanging in there with, with, with Earnhardt, three-time Cup Series champ. Dude's a beast, bro. Like, and oh, then yeah. I also, I know this isn't, you know, race and go talk, but being the voice of Fox, commentating for a good, you know, I, if I had to guess, 10 to, damn, maybe almost 20, close to 20 years. Mm-hmm. Dude, Dude's definitely, you know, Hall of Famer, man. Daryl Waltrip, for me, number eight. Like I said, that might be that might be a little low. You talk about an eighty-four win, you know, driver. Yeah. So you got for number eight. For number eight, I've got Bobby Allison. Got Bobby. Okay. Okay. He, he's a one-time one-time champion. He's got eighty-four Cup Series wins. He's got fifty-nine poles. He has two Xfinity wins. He also kind of outside NASCAR. He went and won six went six races in the Grand National East Series. And he's a three-time Daytona 500 winner. That's the race yeah, you're mean, you're going to win every year. Mm-hmm. He did it three times. Dude, I low-key forgot about Bobby Allison. You put Bobby Allison at 11. I low-key forgot <laughs> about him, bro, because it's like, like I said, I, I did tend to lean, you know, newer drivers if they were, there, there was a tie. But, yeah, dude, Bobby Allison, I mean, I want to go. You said right down 84 wins, bro. Like, that's, you know, once, once you get anything, over, like, dude, 20 cup wins is good. You yes. go fuck around and win, you know, 84 of them. And then how many 500 you said he had again? Three. Three, yeah, I mean, dude, come yeah. on. Especially when the 500s were really, really, you know, iconic, like, legacy builders back back in the day. You know, not that pack racing, just straight mm-hmm. up. Just go sling 200 miles an hour around this, this two and a half miles <laughs> Yes. Um, number seven for me, man. And you mentioned him earlier, but I don't think he's on your list. I went with Smoke. I went with Tony Stewart. Um, this was obviously more of a bias to me watching, you know, t- Tony Stewart really in his prime. Um, let me pull up, pull up the stats right here quick, man. Three-time champ, you know, whether it was in the Pontiac, the Monte Carlo, or, or you know, or being an owner at SHL, you know, winning in the 14, dude. That that orange Home Depot 20 whip is iconic. Iconic. You know. Um, and then, you know, he, he wins the championship as an owner and still playing around the sport. I think Tony Stewart is is someone that um kind of gets – kind of I don't want to say gets overlooked, but maybe gets forgot about a little bit as being an, an, an all-timer, you know, just based around the people he raced with, being Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, really, you know. Dude's got, in, in all, he's got oh, 62 total wins between all the series, 49 
Cup Series wins. The only knock on him is never got the 500. Dominated mm-hmm. Daytona any other time. Just could never get the 500. Um, I got Tony Stewart. I got Smoke at number seven. He he's definitely he's definitely got a resume behind him for sure. Um, my number seven, so, Kale Yarborough. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kale Kale is my number six. So we'll just get in get into it right here. All right, so Tell Kale Kale Yarborough, three time three time champ. All right. Before I get into his other stats, when we were at Atlanta, looking at walking around the track, looking at that board of all the winners, Kale Yarborough, Kale Yarborough. Just time after time, dude was in victory lane at at Atlanta. Dude went and won eighty three times. He he got the pole sixty nine times. He was the first driver to win three consecutive championships. Jimmy Johnson was the only one to do it. Other one to do it. Yeah. Uh, right on top of Bobby Allison, he went above and beyond and won the Daytona five hundred four times. And that's he's crazy. The, and he's a twenty. In the Hall of Fame class of 2012, Hall of Fame driver. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Cale uh, Yarbrough. I mean, another one you can't write. I mean, any of these drivers you can't write the history without without them. But Cale Yarbrough was definitely one of the um, one of the pioneers, really. You know, in, in the mm-hmm. you know late 60s, 70s, 80s. You know, I mean, he had a. I'm reading it right here, dude. He had a 31 year career. Like that's. I mean, that's that's wild. You know, that's what I wild. Mean? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, uh, Kelly Albert, my, my my number six. So you just want to give give your number six. So my number six, Daryl Waltrip. So I okay, got him so a little. You, I got him a little Waltrip. higher than. Uh, I got him a little higher yeah. than you. You know, like you said, three time Cup Series champion, eighty four wins, mm-hmm. and he also won won the Coke Coke six hundred five times. That's another prestigious race That's that you well. gotta that you want to go well. win. He did it five times. Back, especially back when it's the World Six Hundred, bro. Like when <laughs> the old heads love the World Six Hundred. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I mean, I you know I said it earlier, dude. Daryl Waltrip. I honestly, looking back at this, I feel like I have Daryl Waltrip a little too low. Let me flip Tony Stewart and Daryl Waltrip. I don't know. I did make this list like six months ago. I ain't even gonna lie. I went back <laughs> and I re-looked at it. Um, now so I make make my only two because I would put Daryl Waltrip. At seven, take Tony Stewart, put him at, put him at. Mm, let me put Tony Stewart at eight. Put Kyle Busch at nine, just because Kyle Busch is still writing his, and I, I like championships, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, number five. So now, now we're getting into, now we get into some of the elites. Mm-hmm. We get into, I mean, these are all you know elite talent, but now we get into the to the top, of the top. Number five, I got Jeff Gordon. That's that is, that's who I got at five too. Okay, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how our top five is. Um, I mean, iconic, right? Oh. I mean, w- whether you want to take up the you know the rainbow paint scheme or you want to take up the, the Dupont Flames, Je- Jeff Gordon, man, four-time champ, you know, came in and, and, and dominated in the '90s and really caused a rivalry between the two fans of you know between Imitator and, and um, Intimidator and, and mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon, dude. I mean, you look at it, like I said, like I said, four-time champ, um, I believe 76 wins. Is it 76 or is it more? Hold on. Uh, I've got 93 wins. No, yeah, 93. I'm tripping. You want to know why I said 76? Because I remember when he passed Dale Earnhardt. He he had the three flag hanging out at Phoenix. That's why I don't know why that stuck at 76. <laughs> 93, four-time winner. Daytona 500 winners. I mean, Jeff Gordon, bro. Everybody knows him. I mean, you, yeah. you can talk to regular fans. 
They know who the fuck Jeff Gordon is. Mm-hmm. Oh. For sure. You anything you want to say on Jeff? Or are you, we, you ready to get into this? I'm ready to get into this top four. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm like you said. I'm curious to it, see what you, how, how the top three is. Top three? Yeah, no. Like you said, Jeff Gordon, 24. What Whatever scheme he was running, iconic. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like, hey, 24 is going to be in the victory lane this week. Like, and he was 93 times, so one of the, one of yeah. the greatest to ever do it. <laughs> Not off yeah, to a dude. good start for the pod. One, one, one of the greatest. Yeah, dude, it, it's 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 our first race, bro. Like, like <laughs> rookie year. All right, give me your number four. Number four, I got David Pearson. Me too. Me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. David Pearson's stats is ridiculous. Yes. I don't know Rudy. how I don't know how well you went into research on David Pearson, but three time Cup Series. David to research. Yes, I was like, dude, this dude's a dog. All right, three time Cup Series champion, a hundred and five mm-hmm. wins. Yikes, hundred thirteen poles. This dude went toe to toe with Richard Petty majority of his career, and he raced part time for the majority of his career. That, only that, ran, and that's what's that's only why. ran three full seasons, and each full season he ran, he won the championship. Like that's what? Crazy. And he, I don't know if you found this one out. He funded his whole racing career by himself. Pretty sure he was a roofer, and funded it all himself. <laughs> David Pearson. Having having a hundred and uh hundred and five wins running a part time schedule is fucking insane. Yes. Especially and I know back then, you know, the competition didn't really go, you know, all you know, it wasn't full like it is today. But still, dude, hundred and five you have you have how many uh yeah, he won hundred and five out of five hundred and seventy four races. Dude, that's, that's wild. Imagine that's like if he went clip. Yes. <laughs> imagine if he, imagine if he ran what Richard Petty ran, like the schedules. We might be yeah. if he ran that, we might be talking about David Pearson being the best driver of all time. Probably, and and there's some people, and I know Corey LaJoy is one of them because I heard on podcast. David Pearson is his number one. A lot of people have David Pearson as their as their goat. I value the championships, mm-hmm. and. The only reason he is for is just because I mean you said it, three times. Only ran a full, only ran a full schedule three times, man. All right, so now let's get into it. The three goats. <laughs> three goats. How will we? How will we? How are we ranking them? Who you got? You number, three? To, number three, I got Jimmy Johnson. Okay. All right. No, I, mean, I um, I have Richard Petty number three, man. Whoa. I really do. I do. Okay. And it's only because it's only because I feel the talent. I know we just talked about David Pearson. I know Kale Yarbrough and all that. For me, I just I, I just feel the talent these days, it's harder to win. So yes, I know he has two hundred cup wins. I know he has seven Daytona five hundreds. I know he has, you know, set seven championships, all time goat, pioneer of the sport. Understand it all. He's iconic. He's the number forty three in cars, bro. Like we we, <laughs> we 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 know. I just held him back because of the time era that he was racing in. You know, and and I'm just want to you know go on record. Any one of these three being number one, I don't think is a wrong answer. Oh, you can put up an argument for 
any of the top three interchangeable. Like you can put up a solid yeah. argument. I feel. Yeah. So I, I went. I went Richard Petty. Richard Petty three, and you went. You went Jimmy three. I okay. went Jimmy three. You know, I mean, right. he he won five consecutive championships. That's wild. Like, yes. like in he, the modern he was, day. In modern day, he was driver of the Through year five multiple times. Formats. Yeah, multiple <laughs> playoff formats. You know, he got to the pole thirty-five times, but he won eighty-three times. So that just shows like he didn't have to start first. He didn't matter where he started. He was he Dude, was finding victory lane. There's a lot of times watching. There was a lot of times watching Jimmy Johnson where it was like first fifty laps, there in the wall, or he's wrecked, he's sideways, all this. And by the time you get to the end of the race, here he comes. Dude just mm-hmm. cutting through the field, up there number one. And I used to actually dislike Jimmy Johnson because he won so fucking much during the time I was running. I mean, time I was oh, uh, the, watching. That little right, scheme. So, num- so number two. Oh, my God. Oh, number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number got? two, I got I got Dale. I got Dale Earnhardt number two as well. So Jimmy Johnson is my GOAT. And Richard Petty is your GOAT. Mm-hmm. Speak about – Speak about Dale a little bit, man. Really change the sport, really, you know? Um, I mean, change the sport. Dale he, Earnhardt. Oh, mm-hmm. I when mean, that black number three was on your ass, you either had shit. to go or you was getting moved. I would have just let him pass. Like, I'm not <laughs> his aggressive <laughs> ass racing style. I mean, that's mm. that's the racing style I love, you know? Dale. Uh, me too. Ross, my boy. But no, I mean, seven-time yeah. Cubs yeah, series. Same shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 76 wins, 21, 21 Xfinity Series wins, and 22 Cup Series polls. Hall of Famer, 2010. Pretty sure 2010 was the induction. The inaugural. A, inaugural, yeah, yeah. That's the word. But not like you said, anytime that that uh, black number three took the green flag, you're like, fuck. <laughs> anytime he was in your rearview mirror, you was like, mm-hmm. fuck. Um <laughs> Has one of the most most iconic wins, man. That ninety eight five hundred finally getting it done. You know, mm-hmm. twenty years of trying, twenty years of frustration. You know, I could just hear the commentary over and over again. You know, um, and then obviously, you know, it's sad. You know, Sucks unfortunate day. Two thousand one. because I would have really loved to see the impact that that senior could have had on the sport post retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that been with DEI that got miserably fumbled after he left. You know, well, you know, I, not I just, only that, but I would have loved to see what he would have brought to the sport, you know, because in, in a lot of ways, I, I feel like he could have had like a, a, a Kobe post game, like, you know, post retirement impact on the sport, you know, so, for sure. But also that, with, that with the way with the way Dale went out, like it makes you wonder what would today's NASCAR look like if he didn't go out with the safety. Now, changes. That's a different, yes. No, that's a And that's a good good conversation on it you know and just you know the hans device and mm-hmm. you know all of that and bringing awareness you know and, and finally being the reason finesco sit back and be like no we gotta like we gotta make sure these dudes are safe you know mm-hmm. what i mean so you know it had a lot of positive impact because of that unfortunate situation but man i just like i said man i just feel like you know we're all robbed at that post racing career with with dale you know um yeah, for sure so, um, my number one, Jimmy Johnson. You said it. 83 wins, seven championships, five, you know, five in a row, 
through different formats, racing against Jeff Gordon, racing against, you know, Tony Stewart, Kyle Busch, you know, all, all these other, you know, current day, you know, drivers that are really, you know, really, really good. Jimmy was the best, and it wasn't even close. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm glad I'm glad he's back. He's my goat. And like I said, the only reason he's my goat is because I watched him. I watched mm-hmm. his I watched his career. I watched every year of his career except for like two of them. You know, so that's why he's my goat. That's the only reason that that was a tiebreaker. It's just that he's yeah. more recent. I'm I'm um, definitely excited to see what what he'll do this season. What races he'll run. You know. Mm-hmm. You know me, number eighty four is my my racing number. You don't think it's a racing number, so I'm ready yeah, for him no, to I'm... go make it make it a racing number. And he very <laughs> much he very much could. You know what's wild? His next win, eighty four. Like mm-hmm. that's that that's why he chose it. Chose like it. In the, I, I figured in the, that. Yeah. I figured that, man. But uh, I I mean, like I said, dude, when when you talking goats, in like greatest of all times, like I, there is no wrong answer. You know, I feel. Um. Man, that, that, that was fun. Real quick, man, before we wrap it up, because we already have 40 minutes. That was a fast 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we didn't plan on it. Okay. Give me some of your, your unpopular opinions on the sport. You can take you can take some time. I'll start off number one. All right? Go for it. I said, I, I said it a little bit earlier. I love what NASCAR is doing. I love the new races. I know a lot of people hate Bristol Dirt. A lot of people are not excited for the Chicago Street course. They don't like New Atlanta. I love it. I love it all. I love I love the changes, you know. Yes, there are some things I wish they would change. Some tracks I wish they would bring back. Some tracks that I think need to repave, need a Texas. Um I love I love the chances and the risks that the sport has taken to get new audience. I love the clash. I think the clash should be a points race. Not the first one. That's got to be the 500, obviously. I would love to see the Clash be like race five of the season or a playoff hmm. race. I wouldn't mind that's it. A, that's an interesting take. I would. I wouldn't mind it. Now I don't know how you can fit all them cars on that track. Like you got to figure something. I would out. be like, I don't know how you'd fit 36 cars know. or whatever. But that's that. for them to figure out, and it's for me to watch, <laughs> me to enjoy, and me to critique. So what's your yeah. uh, what's what's unpopular opinion you got on the sport? Unpopular opinion is I think. With the way Trackhouse is going, I think mm-hmm. Trackhouse, Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, I think they could be in the mentions of a powerhouse team mm-hmm. coming in they the future years. They took a major step, and I think Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain is going to be one of the best drivers, let alone an active, okay. but I think he's going to be climbing the ranks of all time here soon. Oh, shit. Okay, and, and we get to cover the whole career. With the oh, exception yeah. of his first his first appearance, I like that man. Um, another popular un, uh, unpopular opinion. I love the playoffs. I love the format. I do. It brings I the drama. Too. I love I love the one race championship. Would I rotate that one race? Definitely. Yes. It does not need to be at Phoenix every week. No. I mean every year. Um, I love the playoffs, man. Everybody wants to you know, be like, oh, you you know. You, you, you're not. How do you reward a champion off of one race? Like, you know, what if you hit the hit the wall like that? He races a whole season. I don't care. You got to show up. <laughs> it's a championship mm-hmm. moment. You better show up. You, you don't hear those excuses made of you know, 
some you know Barry Sanders fumbles in the play like you don't hear you know no, no, what, no. What, what if he fumble fumbles in the Super Bowl that erases the whole year no show up on a championship race now like I said I would move it from Phoenix I would rotate you know maybe you know Homestead Bristol I, I would home you know ooh Bristol would be a an interesting little championship race could you imagine if they did it at Daytona one year <laughs> that would be fucking crazy they never would and I don't want that. Okay. No, that'd be wild. It would be fucking wild. Yeah, give me, give me give your us... next. Uh, we'll 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 um we'll each do three. So two, two more three? from you, one more from me, and we'll wrap All it up. Right. Um. Hmm. Man, you got me on the spot. <laughs> gotta be. You gotta uh, be ready. Come up on. I, let's see. Unpopular opinion. You know, kind of like we we talked about it earlier. New Atlanta. That's. You like New Mini. Atlanta? I like New Atlanta, you know. Especially being able to see it in person. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's a cool track. And would it's you think it, Would you be since you know, because I'm in the same boat, like I said, I like New Atlanta. Would you want Texas to become the same thing? Or would you want rather something else? Because I'm on a boat where it's like, dude, I love I love New Atlanta. I don't need another Atlanta out there. No, no. But I think they need to figure something out for Texas. Like that shit is bad. It's bad. It but is. no, we don't need a second mini super speedway. Yeah. Um. While you think about your third one, we, me, and you discussed it in text messages earlier. Unpopular opinion: the best driver right now in NASCAR is Joey Logano. Other than Kyle Busch, he's the only other multi-time champ. He's a threat to win every week. And it doesn't, you know, he's not one of those. Now, I do believe you need to race clean and all this stuff, but he, like you said, he's not afraid to use (laughs) that, that, you know, that bumper. He will punt somebody out the way. Example, Byron at Darlington. Oh, Byron did not I I think Joey Lugano right now, in my opinion, and like I said, everything is opinionated, is the best driver in the sport right now. See, I've got got Chase in my, my best driver right now. I mean... Chase Dude, is number two for me. But Chase is very similar to to Logano. But mm. I mean, past three years he raced for a championship. Oh, yeah. oh, like, yeah, he's a beast. Beast. But I think for my, my next unpopular opinion, Kyle Larson back in with this top five list. Kyle Larson isn't is at the <laughs> bottom of my top five top five list. Larson is Talk about he's it. He's good. He's good. He's great. Is it? He, is it? Is it because of last year? Because I mean, he did make some boneheaded, you know, mistakes last year. I know he ran Elliot into the wall, you know, at at uh, Auto Club. Then he pretty much ran Elliot off the track at one track at, mm-hmm. You know, he made the critical mistake at the Charlotte Roval to take his team, y- y- you know, out. Um, mm-hmm. that's why I don't have him number one. I have Kyle Larson number three. Honestly, if Kyle Larson just would have went to the final four last year, I'd probably still have him number one. I mean, I like last, last year definitely played in a role. I mean, year before that historical season, oh, came yeah. back, won the championship. Came back, you know, Ten times better. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just, I don't have him as high as what, people praise him to be like i think i do think there's four better drivers than larson 
Elliot, Logano, Kyle Busch, and Hamlin. All right. Uh, no, I, 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 I like it, man. I like it. I know people are going to disagree. People disagree with me. But that's what we're here for, man. That's why we're doing it. They have a show, and um, yeah, for sure. I actually like, I liked our first little episode, man. Um, we gotta, you know, moving forward, we'll definitely be talking predictions on the season, predictions before, you know, the race, the race reviews as the season gets, gets going. But I think our job in the next couple of episodes is is to get people and get us hyped for the season because it's coming. We in January, oh. baby. February oh, is coming around the corner. I am ready. so ready. Um. I miss turning on the TV on Sundays watching them races. Oh, yes, bro. And I'm so ready. So, like I said, man, next couple weeks we'll we'll, we'll get into predictions and we'll get into, you know, more off-season talk this episode. I just wanted to be – learn who we are a little bit, some of our thought process. So, I thought a goat list and unpopular opinions, you know, is the way to go. But um, shout out to everybody listening and tuning in this first episode. Appreciate you rocking with us. We'll um we'll definitely be back soon. We'll 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 come up with a consistent schedule on a day that that we'll upload once we really get comfortable. But you know, thanks for um rocking rocking with us and uh keep checking us out. No, for sure. All right. Yes. Yeah, so. I might have to.